0: It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Maggie Green is joining us today. She's a native Kentuckian and she's the author of the Kentucky Fresh Cookbook, Beyond that, though, boy, she's got a history that'll impress you. She is the owner of the Green Apron Company, and she has helped to edit the most amazing books, not not alone the James Beard award-winning cookbook, Bake Wise by Shirley Carrier, and also the 75th anniversary edition of The Joy of Cooking. When it comes to the food world, Maggie is a heavy hitter, and she's joining us today on Amy's Table. Hi, Maggie. How
1: are you? Hi, Amy. I'm doing great. Thank you.
0: So you finally got a chance to focus. focus. Focus on your beloved Kentucky in this book. And what do you think really makes Kentucky cuisine and and food history? What defines it?
1: Well, what I really learned in doing this book is even within the state of Kentucky, how many different regional variations there are in the way that we cook. I grew up in central Kentucky and I moved to northern Kentucky 20 years ago. And the cooking that we do in those two regions is different even than the cooking of Appalachia or the mountains of Kentucky. And then in the farmlands of Western Kentucky. So, um, what I really was able to do was to bring forth, you know, the kind of some of the traditions from Central Kentucky and Northern Kentucky with its immigrant influences in my book, The Kentucky Fresh Cookbook.
0: So, what are some of the traditions that you, you know, think define Kentuckian cuisine?
1: Well, one thing that defines it are some of the ingredients that we use. Um, buttermilk, it plays a big part in Kentucky cooking. Cornmeal, of course, corn was um, something that people could grow easily. It grew in 90 days and then they could grind it for grain, use it fresh off the cob, um, and then plant it again, of course, for the next season. Um, bib lettuce is something that is popular in central Kentucky because of the um, limestone water that is in central Kentucky. And um, bib is actually the name of a horticulturist from Frankfurt that um, cultivated this type of soft kind of like a buttery um, cup lettuce.
0: It's one of my favorite lettuces. So I didn't know there was a Mr. Bibb. There is. He
1: was a <laughs> horticulturist from Kentucky. Wow. Of course We have bourbon, which everybody knows. Um, was also uses the corn and the limestone water, again, to make um, the most famous spirit from Kentucky, which would be bourbon. Um, blackberries, pork, fresh herbs, Kentucky honey, black walnuts. Those are the kind of ingredients that I focus on in this book, um, to talk a little bit about some of the favorite ingredients that we have in Kentucky.
0: Well, you know, it's funny, Maggie, because everybody's trying to eat locally, eat seasonally now, and yet as you describe the traditions that have lasted so long in Kentucky, hey, everybody knew about that eating local, eating seasonal way back right, when. They sure did. And
1: the, And the thing that I really focus on in the Kentucky Fresh Cookbook is seasonal first, um, trying to eat food within the season that it would normally be grown in Kentucky. And you can include the Ohio Valley, and I include, you know, of course, Cincinnati in this, because in our this is really a, um, region, a regional area, and right. of course, that does include Cincinnati. Um, locally, though, if we really focus on only local and do what Barbara Kingsolver set out to do in Animal Vegetable Miracle, we have to eliminate a lot of things because there's a lot of things that I know I cook with that aren't, grown or produced in Kentucky. Um, lemons, citrus fruits, avocados, kiwi, pineapple, bananas, olive oil, sugar. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that we would have to eliminate if we truly ate only locally. So I really try to focus on seasonal cooking, of course, with a focus on buying what we can from local producers. And then um, the whole question of organic food kind of comes in on the end of that, As people look at how people are raising their food, if someone's raising it for you or growing it for you, you can talk to the farmer and ask about what they use. But really, my my focus is on seasonal cooking.
0: Well, you know, your approach is so sensible because, of course, you can't give up lemons and sugar, can you? No, and
1: I mean, why should we when California, not California, but Florida, California does, but Florida and Texas, which aren't that far from our area, grow wonderful citrus fruits in the wintertime, um, and I remember my mother talking about trains coming through central Kentucky that would bring the grapefruit in at Christmas, and everybody looked forward to that. So even in the 40s, people looked forward to the fresh citrus fruit around the holidays and even into the wintertime, and I don't discourage that. I think right. that we should eat citrus fruit when it is in season which is in the wintertime. And, of course, that's a perfect time for us to take advantage of it because there's not a lot growing in the Ohio Valley during that time of the year.
0: Exactly. Well, I think that's so sensible. And and I love, you know, all of us, even if we're on the Ohio side of that river, can feel a bit of an affinity and a kinship to the Kentucky that's Fresh correct. Cookbook. That's and, correct.
1: Yeah. And uh, with being in northern Kentucky, of course, I included Finley Market. I included a recipe for a um, vegetarian getta and... A um, getta that I make with ground pork, and it's seasoned like I I make my own like sausage patties. Um, Not, I don't put it in casings, but if I make breakfast sausage, you can, you know, season ground pork for sausage patties. I use that in a getta recipe as well. Of course, there's a variation of Cincinnati chili. Um, I mentioned Finley Market. There's other food producers that I know people in Cincinnati would recognize, and. you know, we're a region that we can appreciate the different things that come from um, both sides of the river. So I hope that's not any kind of a dividing um, point for us.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Well, Maggie is coming to EQ at the Party Source on June 7th, and she's going to discuss and demonstrate from her The Kentucky Fresh Cook. Book, book. And I'm going to put all of Maggie's information, the link to the class information on amystable.com. But you can find more about Maggie Green at greenapron.com or kentuckyfreshcookbook.com. But you got to check it out because uh, lots of great information, history and really doable recipes. Maggie, thank you so much for joining us.
1: You're welcome, Amy. Thanks a lot for having me. Thanks for listening
0: to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.